0: Okay, first of all, New Hampshire has a kickoff dog instead of a kickoff kid.
1: Okay, hell yeah. We love that.
0: So, just want to put that one out there.
1: I would sign up for kickoff dog.
0: Because you got that dog in you?
1: I can if I need to.
0: (laughs) Just you in a dog costume running out onto the field (laughs) on all fours.
1: (laughs) That's a really big dog. (laughs) No, that's just a human man wearing a dog suit just like the wilfred costume
2: <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get started here welcome to opa podcast episode 76 uh today we're joined just by the three of us today soup say hi uh,
1: go bears i guess Wyatt, i am in spain without the s <laughs> oh
2: Along with myself, Jason O, your producer and host. Uh, Griffin is working tonight, so he will be providing some notes for us for this episode. But to give an overview for today's episode, we will be recapping the Wisconsin game, the final game of the season, last week. Along with some of the uh, craziness that has ensued in the last uh, few days, and, and today in particular. So... Um, to get started, uh, the Gophers lost 28-14 to last weekend against the Wisconsin Badgers, snapping the two-game win streak that we had and giving them back the axe. So now Wisconsin leads the overall series 63-62, and I forgot the number of where we're tied. Um, 60. I think it's
1: uh,
2: 8. 8?
1: Okay. I was also going to say 8, so...
2: Okay, perfect. But... Um, to start off, uh Soup, myself and Griffin were at the game last weekend. I know uh Soup for sure had a great tailgate. Uh I I was a bit late so I couldn't get to that, but glad to see the the two of you guys at the game um after a long while.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was also, it was super nice to see you. Griff made it to the tailgate for a little bit. That was fun with the industrial heater out, so you know it's a good time. And uh I, I don't know, win or lose, at least that part was fun, I guess. Uh, the tailgate group was great this year. It was just a blast and uh, that's like you know, that's the beauty of college football. it's it's so much fun. Um, and very little of the time is it about the game.
2: Oh, for sure. And um, I noted it last episode, <laughs> but I went with my siblings, who are both uh, badger fans, one's an alum. Um, ooh. Obviously, yeah. And one's undergrad. But the one thing that I will say, even though we do have that sibling rivalry, they do have some agreements with me, like okay, there's some things that Gophers are actually decent at, but also bad. And then we can say the same I'd thing. I'd love about to the Badgers. hear these. Yeah, like I would love to hear these. I will mention one thing. My brother, for some reason, <laughs> does not like Braylon Allen, Wisconsin's running back.
0: Okay, well, but that's a weird. That's a weird, the that's a weird weirdest
1: one. Choice you could make, yeah.
2: Well, there was one play. You know how uh, to he get into the game. The
0: NFL draft today, and uh, he will be a top one hundred pick. So true.
2: Um, but uh, when Braylon Allen broke off for that run towards the end zone, and then got stopped on what, like the five yard line or something? Yeah. Which, which time? Um, I think for the to take the, yeah, I'm to take the sarcastic. lead twenty-one to fourteen. Yeah, I think that was that yeah. one. I don't remember um he was like because he's a big J- uh, jonathan taylor fan i will note <laughs> so uh he he was like complaining like if jt was here he would have broke that tackle gone into the end zone no matter what <laughs> and I, I was mean, like maybe maybe i was like okay i can see that i can I now
0: point. now we're comparing braylon allen to you know jonathan taylor i don't really know if that's fair
2: yeah but then again it's interesting
0: but uh, I think... This, yeah, that's a good word for it.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a fun conversation. Like, it's, it, it's 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 like, no, it's not a hard jab. There's just fun jabs at it, though, too. I do want to know, even though it sounded serious when how I <laughs> how I shared the story. But, you know, it was a fun game. Grad- glad to be with my siblings because we don't really live together anymore. Again, my brother's in Milwaukee for med school and my sister's out on undergrad and may continue further outside of uh, the Midwest for school and work, so... You know just to go together and have a good time was very very fun um but uh, aside from the funsies and i think why uh like i mentioned you you were out of town with family and friends right
1: i had uh as a matter of fact just gotten back from utah that morning uh we flew in on a red eye i got a late invite to the game uh but you know, I was sleeping when I got the invite, so I didn't even see it till 2 o'clock. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay.
0: No, it's not.
2: <laughs> Man, Listen, why? You I... missed the opportunity for all four boys to be there because Laurent's we'll, been busy. We'll make it
1: happen next season sometime. <laughs> It'll happen.
2: We'll get there. Um, but, yeah, to touch on the game... Um, the positives coming out of the game, uh like highlights first. Um Tyler Newbin record an interception this game, which now makes him to correct me guys, the all time leader in school history. Is that correct? I believe that's correct. Which is great. And then as part of the postseason, Jim Thorpe
0: Award, I just wanna talk. Yeah.
2: Looking at you Jim Thorpe Award
1: people
0: like where where
1: the Jim Thorpe Award at?
0: They must have voted for it on like TikTok or something, probably. But um,
2: to also mention a bit further uh, for the postseason, like you know, post regular season, um, Tyler Dewan makes first uh, first team All Big Ten um, as a defensive back, and then our very own uh, our kicker Dragon Kesich also made um, first team special teams as well
1: my personal hero
2: our hero yes um and then and and, Dragon
0: also big ten kicker of the year
2: i almost forgot about that thanks for mentioning soup yeah so some love for that um and then i will say the first touchdown drive of the game for the gophers and then that's where my positives end
1: Are we not going to talk about the honorable mentions for the All Big Ten team? We should. We should. Let me pull that up quick. Because there's, there's at least one fairly major surprise on that list.
2: <laughs> All right. Honorable mentions. Um, Tyler Ball, Jaw Joyner, Danny Strigo, Justin Wally, and lastly, Mark Crawford.
0: I mean, I Mark think he was Crawford. I think that's a. I mean, I think he
1: had a good year, like objectively. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I've been I've been saying it all year. Is do we have a new Mark Crawford? I mean,
0: I don't know how much eligibility he has left. He's like thirty five, right?
1: Yeah, no, I I can't imagine he's playing anymore after this season. Yeah. But like, all of a sudden, he turned it on a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said about. Just the special team's philosophy in general, I think really helps him because they don't he's really not forced into positions where he like has to flip the field that often. Um, he's so not like
2: Iowa's out. like he's not like the
0: Iowa punters who like always it, flip yeah. the field who's like one of his best friends very true I which think is really <laughs> which is really fun like they I think they watched that twenty nineteen college game day wisconsin minnesota game like together if i remember correctly in australia before they both came so but we digress but
2: yeah mark crawford making honorable all big (laughs) 10
1: listen after all of the shit that i've given mark crawford over the time that he's been our punter it just it it feels like he's he deserves a shout out here come on
0: he is a perfectly fine positional punter
1: Yes, that is a good way of putting it.
0: He is and not. And it, it
1: was enough that he a got weapon. an honorable mention.
0: That's and I think you know,
1: three of, so three
0: other punters made teams before him, right? First team, second team, third team. Do they do a third team in the or, Big Ten? No, they do. They do just two. So first yeah, team, for... second team, then
1: him, right? So yeah. So they're saying this is the third best punter in the Big Ten, and like I'm assuming Iowa's guy is the. Yeah, is
0: the. Guy. I don't even, I don't even want to look. So.
1: And then I like I assume that they just were like, oh, let's just take Michigan or Ohio State's guy, or maybe Rutgers guy got it. I guess.
2: True. Rutgers
1: did have a good season. Rutgers historically known for punting the football.
0: Minnesota East. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
2: n- let's get you get back to it and. Uh, touch on the game um, so as the score implies uh, 28 to 14 no field goals were kicked for this game um,
1: oh, hurtful considering my prediction
2: very correct
1: I was really looking for some field goals
2: but um, I know Soup and I were. Com- I know Soup was mainly complaining about this like he was letting it out post-game on Saturday. um, This team did not show up to win. And I still agree with that sentiment a few days later. And I think think you might agree as well. Besides that first drive, it was classic PJ ball of trying to run inside zone and and keep
0: running it when it doesn't work. It's just crazy that you keep playing to not lose, but yet you keep losing?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, who would have thought that that was that was how things worked? If you don't change the way you play the game, the results don't change either.
2: Because I think Ethan threw, uh, I think it was like, at least 20 throws...
0: Yeah, the second game. pick is is bad towards the end of the game, but it's garbage time anyway, but I can't throw that. Um I I don't know. It just to me, it just felt it felt like once Wisconsin got the lead, it was like, well, what do we do now? You know what I mean? It was like I just never really felt like we were going to come back from behind cuz it didn't really feel like we wanted to, you know? Like it, it felt like this weird kind of stasis that we were in, where it was like, it was kind of a perfect microcosm of the season, honestly, because it was like, all right, like, we're finally, you know, making a play here. Ethan throws the ball. up. Oh, there's another drop. You know what I mean? Like, Daniel Jackson has been unreal all year, and he's fantastic. He drops a tunnel screen that they throw into cover zero, And all he has to do is catch the ball, and he probably jogs into the end zone. And it's just like every time something like that would happen. Like every time there was like, oh, this mistake over here blew this play up. This mistake over here blew this play up. And it's never the same thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: It's just not clean. The details still aren't there in week 12, right? Like the end of the season, and you're still not detailed in your approach on offense, you're still making, uh, you're still air mailing balls to guys who are wide open, you know, and then when you're not doing that, they're not catching the ball, or your protection is breaking down, and I think it all kind of stemmed from the inability to uh, win the game up front. I really felt like they did not do a good job up front this week. Um, it felt to me like they just weren't really setting the tone physically on either side of the ball. And I really think that that's very important in this matchup all the time. Um, and it's kind of important for the way we want to play football, so where you know you physically assert yourself and establish a run game and you kind of build your offense off of that. Well, Wisconsin did a really good job of making sure that we couldn't really establish anything physically
1: yeah, I I think that's a you know accurate assessment of how things went.
0: Um, yeah, and I think it it it's just frustrating to watch them come out and get pushed around in a game that like really means something. You know what I mean? Like in a game it, it, that really it means was important.
1: Something, and it's a game that like I said this in my notes for the last podcast. It's a game that PJ really needed to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know I've had my you know negativity about PJ this season, but like if he wins that game, I think we have a different conversation about how hot his seat is. Um I don't sure. think that and I'm not saying PJ's getting canned. He's not. I don't I don't I don't think there's any way they do that in in this particular set of circumstances. But I do think that his seat is a little bit toastier now than it would have been if you come out of that season with wins against Iowa and Wisconsin.
0: Uh, I agree. Uh, I think we can get into that more once we yeah, talk about some of the news that's coming, to because I think there's ties there. But,
1: uh, oh, no, for sure. I agree with you there.
0: When it comes to this game, you know, uh If you listen to his comments after the game, I feel like he was... I feel like PJ, once the season is over, is, like, a completely different guy behind the microphone, which I've always found very interesting, in that, like, he's very coy, and he doesn't really try and say too much during the season, but, like, the second the season's done, whatever question you ask him, he's like, yeah. Like, I think Justin Gard, after the game, asked him, like, you know, what were some of the struggles on offense. Like, what do you think was going on with Aiden today? Because we saw kind of, you know, the mechanics break down, the accuracy issues, stuff like that, a couple bad interceptions. And he was like, yeah, just, it's not good enough. Like, he basically just said that. He was like, it's not good enough, it's not consistent, and, you know, needs to be better. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, Interesting. Like, if, go listen to his comments after the game from this week. It's, I think, very um, revealing to what he thinks about the season because he called it a recalibration year.
1: That's a really odd way of putting it.
2: But hey, yeah. at least we got some honesty out of it, though. Because, like, as we've talked, like as you mentioned, soup all season he plays coy to it or diverts, diverts
0: it away, right? Well, and yeah, because then... I mean. He has to be consistent in his messaging, I think, throughout the year and to the locker room. And I think once the season's over, again, we'll get into this later, I think there's a kind of a new dynamic between coaches and players at the end of the year now in college that I think is going to look a lot more like pro football.
2: Oh, definitely, especially with the NIL and everything
1: and the portal. and And, and likely – in great amounts because of nil in the portal
0: yeah yeah a little column a column b right Mm -hmm. yeah but i think it was telling uh i appreciated the candor from him um from in a year where we were all kind of asking for more of it and i think he much more accurately identified the issues at the end of the game yesterday than he had all year and i don't think that that's an accident Like I said, you know, you don't get to be a Power 5 football coach by being an idiot, so um, I think a lot of the time we have to just kind of, like, wait for these full seasons to play out before we really get any good information from these coaches, and I think, you know, it's it's hard to be okay with that, but here we go. Defensively, though, I mean, I think – We've kind of beat the points to death on offense this year. It's, you know, yeah, same same old, same old. It feels like we're not talking too much about it, but it's, I mean, what's to say, right? Like it's been the same stuff, inconsistency, execution mistakes, just, you know, not one thing popping up at the same time that you can actually fix and just...
2: Yeah, combination of a lot of things, injuries. Like um, I know Griffin mentioned in his notes here, but like injuries, like I think... Yeah. Even though we've got, we had
0: Cody Lindenberg back. Um, I think with... this wide receiver room really missed Lomeki Brockington.
2: Oh, that too.
0: I'm very, I think that's like a huge takeaway for me, just kind of on the season, on the offensive side of the ball. I think they had a much larger role planned for Lomeki Brockington than we know. Um, because they, like, he was that sure handed guy for them. Like, he, him and Daniel Jackson were like a great one-two compliment to each other where Daniel can kind of be your, you know, you can, they kind of can do the same things, which is nice. You know, they both are good route runners. They both can make plays down the field. Lamecki maybe is a little faster than Daniel Jackson is with the ball in his hands. Um, and I think they were kind of hoping to use him as an underneath compliment to Daniel. And uh, it does not look like anyone slid into that role no not at all. It's also a very sure-handed player. Does not drop a lot of footballs.
2: That's also very so, true.
0: Feels relevant.
2: But there. yeah, um back to the defensive side of the ball like the I I I know we've mentioned like, a lot of things on the defensive side like compounded into them like you know, bursting like you know, the bubble pops, right? Um but I yeah, think we, really, I, I think that the touch a really or, like Injuries to linebackers, you have young guys coming in there. Um, Cody had very limited play, right, throughout the season. Yeah. And I think probably just, like, he's not up to game speed maybe. But then again, missed tackles, um, missed assignments, or you're or you're in the right spot, but then you missed a tackle, right? Well, the um,
0: defense's main issue all year has been they've been really good for, like, 85% of games. And then the, like, times that they're not good, it's just, like, It's cataclysmic. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not to the point where you're shooting yourself in the foot with a pistol. You're shooting yourself in the foot with an RPG. You know what I mean? Like, every single time they would make a mistake, it would, like, actively hurt them and be, like, an explosive play that leads to a touchdown. Um, You know, speaking of which, every single touchdown drive from Wisconsin had a play over 20 yards.
2: Explosive plays. Yep.
0: So Man,
1: I hate that statistic.
0: Yeah, um, it's not good. And and like I said, it's like you know every single time that they would make a mistake, it would just hurt them. They were never, they could never really overcome those things.
2: And there's another one. I'm not sure we could count that in that soup, but Tanner Mordecai ran all over this
0: defense too. Yeah, they lost contain, and I think again mm-hmm. that's just a. It's another point for what we said earlier of you got beat up front and I think their offensive line did a really good job of making sure we could not, you know, set those wide edges and and keep contain on him and allow, they allowed him escape routes out of the pocket. And once he did break the pocket, the linebackers were not making plays on him. And that is what's going to happen when you do that. Right. So, you know, a lot of times defense is 10 on 11 in the quote unquote old days I think now, you know, kind of we're getting to this point where like every quarterback is an athlete, too. You no longer have the Peyton Manning types, your Phillip Rivers types, you know, uh, your Tanner Morgan types, your, oh, somebody, ta- Aiden O'Connell types, right? Right. A-, a lot of these quarterbacks can do both, and you need guys to clean those up when they break the pocket, and they they weren't doing that. And then they weren't keeping contained. They weren't keeping them in the pocket. And it's just not a recipe for success. It's something we called out that you guys called out on the pre show. I think every single one of it. I sent notes. I mentioned it. Wyatt mentions it in his notes. And you guys talked about it on the episode. Like we all and I'm sure Joe Rossi spent all week talking about it,
1: you know? And just
0: don't execute.
2: And I'm curious, too, going into it. Um, like I don't think there's one... I, I, I know there's not one simple answer, but I wonder if now that the regular season's over, um, talks of bowl bids because, you know, we have a academically good program, despite being five and seven, that we're going bowling. Does this... Like, I know we harp a lot on PJ, but does this give Rossi a chance to maybe reboot with what we have for the defense, uh,
0: or are I we sticking to scheme, what we've been good at? I think their scheme also got a touch more aggressive this year, which I think is a positive change, but I think it was an adjustment for everybody, right? Like, I think they really let Tyler Newbin play pretty free, and that was good but you also you know he also gives up a touchdown in this game where he's trailing the guy who catches the ball and he's not within a yard of him like stuff like that is and I think it's because you know he is trying so hard to make a play sometimes that he's putting himself out of position and I'm not gonna like that's not saying anything about Tyler Newman. like he's an amazing player I'm excited to watch him play on Sundays but I think it's just a philosophy change for them that hurt them a lot more than they expected it to initially. And I think they were trying to leverage their talent on defense. Like I think when you saw Cody Lindenberg out there, he had a lot of responsibility. I think when Maverick was healthy and looking good, you was you slowly saw him take on more responsibility and make more plays. And you know, guys like Josh ja Joyner, I think they were expecting to get to the quarterback a little more this year. And they did that at times, but it just again, consistency. And I'm not sure that. Anything needs to kind of be reset. I, I, I just think that uh, you need to get these young guys more looks, and I think that's another good reason why this bull is going to be great for them. Uh, they have a very, very young core right now, and it is going to be every rep and every practice and every game situation is going to be very important, and I think that they have shown in the past they are willing to take advantage of those things in their bull games.
1: Sure, for sure. Especially when you're losing a guy as big as Tyler Newbin.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's your all time leader in picks. Like, that's, that's, he's your all
1: time leader in picks. He's like the heart and soul of the team.
0: He's the best safety in college football this year. I don't care. Yeah. Probably one of the better defensive backs in college football. Just if you look at all his advanced stats, all of that stuff, like, he's tops, top five at least. And if he has a really good combine, I think he can go first round. Um, but, We'll see. He should be the first safety drafted, though.
1: Should. We'll see.
0: All hopes of Tyler. But
2: to go from there, uh, let's touch on the last unit, special teams.
0: Dragon Kessage, kicker of the year. Uh, fire up the lifetime extension for Rob Wanger.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, Mark Crawford genuinely improving. It's nice. Uh, it's nice. It'd be it'd be nice to see that happen with our returners.
0: I mean, also like not to poo poo Mark Crawford getting better, but like I would hope a thirty plus year old man would get a little stronger <laughs> kicking a ball.
1: Oh, man, he's he's so old. But
0: yeah, I don't know. Like I'm happy for Mark Crawford and his honorable mention, but. I just, uh, I don't know. I think I think he gets I, those because he doesn't kick a lot of touchbacks, and I think there's I would have a reason he doesn't have a lot see of touchbacks.
1: Less of him.
0: It's like you guys ever play Madden, and then you make your kicker like with kick leg so that he literally cannot kick the ball like more than fifty yards, like physically can't.
1: It's kind of like that,
0: and then you're just like, okay, because this is Madden. If I get over the 50, I'm just going to go for it every time because this is a video game. And so you're just like, well, my punter will only be able to pin you deep from like this 10-yard stretch, and that is it. And other than that, it's like full boomstick. Otherwise, it's like no finesse. And then it's just like hoping that it rolls or something. And I think that's kind of who Mark Crawford is. He's the kicker who you've intentionally turned the power down on because you're like, if I do ask you to kick, I'm just asking for
1: the boot. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I see what you're saying.
0: I don't know. Like, a team like Minnesota, your special teams unit is a unit on your team that should be a plus. It should be something that you try and use to beat higher class opponents. It has to be. Yeah
1: you you should be valuing your special teams unit the way that Iowa, Iowa has
0: stares at Iowa
1: <laughs> yeah like Iowa is you know winning football games on special teams and meanwhile the minnesota is like the one year that the chargers missed the playoffs despite having the number 1 offense and number 1 defense cuz their special teams was that bad that's kind of how bad Minnesota special teams can be outside of they're guy so guy. bad, <laughs> yeah, so outside was... yeah, no, like again, nothing on the kickers here it's it's a return game thing. they're outside they're so bad that their net
0: average their not their net average, their net on the season is negative. Oof. oof on kick and punt or kick return at least negative on the net average gross it's just i don't there's there's nothing about that that's not i'm at the point where if if you don't fire rob wanker like you're just not serious about winning like i don't what more do you have to see to know that like okay yeah maybe he's like an insane kickers coach and like you go from Dragon to you know emmett carpenter right like you've just you know this like triple and then santoso before was like fine towards the end for him and it's just maybe he's like a really good kicking coach but like this is not it on special teams and it can't this cannot be good enough right
1: we yeah we need somebody who can help these returners who can like teach them to take calculated risks but like Take chances.
0: And I think this is another thing that we can get in with, you know, big picture year stuff. Is that another like PJ thing? Is that an, maybe, maybe Rob Wenger does want to do some returns and stuff, but PJ's just like, no, you know, like we've, we've said this about the offense, four offensive coordinators, same result. PJ's just got his hands in it too much. Maybe it's yeah. maybe special teams is the same. Maybe PJ's just like well, so scared of muffing a punt.
1: But, and don't we have, like, some evidence that suggests that Rob Wenger and PJ were sort of fighting about it at, at one point?
2: On yeah, I mean, we've
0: seen them yell at each other on the sidelines. It's fine. I mean, but yeah. that, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to not read into those, like, sideline interactions too much just because football games get really intense. No, for sure.
1: I'm just wondering if we don't compete. if we don't have, like more of a dispute on how to handle the special teams than we think we do
0: i have no idea um i think it's impossible to tell we'll never know so i don't know i i I think if it was that bad he would have left by now but also then where is he going right but this is a lot of rap wanker talk um
1: maybe too much
0: i personally (laughs) just want him off the off the i just get him out that, I'd like to
1: s- not be talking about Rob Wenger next season for Thank one you. reason or another. Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: Laron's, is, uh, we know Laron's, but he hasn't chimed in as much. He's always been on the fire. Rob Wenger train since the beginning. So we'll note that, but I think there's not much I have to add. Like now that the season, like the regular season's over the loss of Wisconsin. Like I don't, I don't have much more to that. Cause this has been like
1: same shit, different day.
0: I know, that's, like, team. this Wisconsin game was, like, perfect encapsulation of the season, and...
1: I really yeah. like Same Shit, Different Day as a descriptor of this season, because just, like, everything feels like that, and...
0: What a ride, too. I mean, know, when you think about it,
2: outside of the preseason pod and the pod to recap post-Nebraska and maybe Eastern Michigan, right, like, the first two games in the preseason podcast we were talking very, very different things. And then yeah. once things, like, once we lost in North Carolina, we're like, okay, things are getting, like, things are vanilla with this team. <laughs> and it's been the same story each week. And I don't, I, I don't, I, I love you for all of our fans, our listeners and viewers. Um, A lot of, a lot of them are our close friends and families, members. But, like, yeah, this is, what we've been doing each week because of what the gophers have been doing like usually we're not like this <laughs> each year i mean i, I should,
1: feel I like
0: should, i feel like we should be giving jason like a copay before every podcast
1: yeah i don't know about that but
0: oh no no need
2: we we make some sort of monetary benefit oh, you from take, you take my insurance no from oh. from youtube <laughs> And then that goes back yes, to that.
1: if Jason takes my insurance, that's great. But <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: uh, we we do make some money to help pay for uh, the subscription stuff for all of our apps, so we're good. Um, I might scratch. We make
1: that. very marginal income.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I might scratch that from the audio.
0: Who knows? We'll see. Break um, even. Break even. <laughs> break even. Hey, at least this podcast is five hundred. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yes, this is a nonprofit podcast. It's an LLC, technically, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, outside of that, um, yeah, I don't have, I don't have much more to add from this game. Um, I really want to get to this uh post regular season talk because damn, that's been crazy. There's some today. big moves coming, so like, yeah, yeah I
0: just I want to just shout out something Griffin said before we completely move on. A tale of two halves first half, some production, second half, we become incapable of moving the ball and just make so many errors. And I think that's, like, that's a really good point. Just on, like, because on both sides of the ball, that was what was going on. It felt like the first half, when you're in more kind of the game plan stuff, you feel real comfortable and good with your execution. You kind of see what it could look like. And then the second half comes, and you're, my guess, this is just, like, conjecture, just thinking about it, big picture. Coaches go in, you make your adjustments. Okay, we're going to do some of this, we're going to do some of that. We might not have been working on it all week, but be ready for it and they're just not, and I think that's, it's hard to know, you know, which side of the fence that one falls on, but I think, you know, Griffin's point of, you know, this has been the whole season for them. First half looks great, second half, nothing.
2: Tale of two halves, same shit, different day, battle for mediocrity, <laughs> Words from Griffin, uh, or some of that was from Griffin,
1: but uh, yeah you I said, think... you said vanilla jason and like i'm thinking on it and i'm like i don't know if i like vanilla <laughs> as a description i love like, vanilla like i vanilla think it's is good. like a fine flavor it's well, a it's a it's an enjoyable great. flavor of like ice cream yogurt whatever
0: yeah and um, technically like, vanilla is a very complex flavor
1: <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up um <laughs> I, it's it's like a plain yogurt team. That's not vanilla. That's
0: plain yogurt. That's plain. That's no, that's vanilla. what
1: I'm saying. Is this is not vanilla. It's uh, plain. This is a plain flavor team, and that's what we've got this season. And yeah, unstirred and
0: I, with the weird water on the top that just you can't get rid of.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see some vanilla next season, because vanilla is a complex flavor.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I always say, because I love Vanillas. Whenever people say that to me, I'm always like, oh, it's actually really complex. It's so annoying, and people just stare at I me. I
1: also love Vanilla, and there's so many Vanillas. Think about how many Vanillas you can find in the ice cream aisle, and then I get mean, back to me about how vanilla is boring.
0: I think the Gophers would have taken Vanilla at quarterback this year to segue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, More so, of a Rocky
1: Road this season I suppose.
2: Yeah, nice. to touch on it. Um yeah, so transfer portal news. Ethan Calic Manis has entered the portal as of today, Tuesday the 28th. Um after starting 12 games this year and a few games last year, um he is mo- he is, he is in the portal. However, that doesn't guarantee he will transfer. I do want to preface that. But, however, from what we've seen rumblings of the program, once you're in the portal, you're kind of out of the program by PJ standards uh, or PJ's rules or whatever.
0: Which I think is fine.
2: Yeah. And then uh, freshman quarterback Drew Viotto.
0: I think it's Viotto.
2: Viotto um, has also uh, entered into the transfer portal, leaving um, redshirt senior... Cole Kramer, and then um, I forgot the the poor freshman walk-ons name um, on the roster. Uh, it's preferred walk-on. Preferred walk-on, uh,
1: qu- a freshman quarterback
2: that's left in the QB room
1: for the Gophers. That he's he's got his hands full because right now he's the guy on the roster next season. That's true. Like that's. Until someone comes from the transfer I mean, portal or someone gets he's the backup
0: QB for the bowl game. He literally,
1: he, he might be the starting QB for the bowl game. No, he, he, just he, are you? Would you rather start Cole Kramer? That's not what I said at all. <laughs> Soup is the starting quarterback for the bull game. Actually,
0: I mean, I still have Soup. eligibility.
1: Soup has eligibility. I'm younger than Mark Crawford. It's a little <laughs> bit more fun than him punting. I'd much rather have Soup throwing the football. I think that'd be a great. I time
0: bet you I can arm punt just as far as Mark Crawford could actually punt.
2: Oh, I was gonna say I
1: was gonna I enjoy could probably arm punt almost as far as Mark Crawford could punt.
2: Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna enjoy uh Cole Kramer that is running Wildcat all game. For the bowl game.
0: <laughs> I don't I, I, I do think uh I mean, I think they go with Cole. I think it'll be his like kind of goodbye to the program after being here for as long as he was and being sticking a around kid and sticking it out, being a great teammate. Like I think he's gonna get rewarded for that by playing this game. And I don't see a problem with that at all. Um, you know? I just I just don't. Uh, I think he's at least earned this bowl game in a pretty meaningless bowl game, you know? Um, I think we see a lot of testing the younger skill guys. And, like, I think Lemecky Brockington plays. He, he warmed up. He was questionable last game. Very true. Yeah,
1: I'd love to see Lamecky play.
0: Yeah, I think, I think the Gophers do a very good job of using these bowl games for the right things. Like when they played Auburn, balls to the wall, you know, we're going for it. We're beating an SEC team on national TV. Like we're, we're the real deal. Rashad Bateman, uh, uh, Tyler Johnson, Mo Ibrahim, fourth down pop pass, Bryce Witham. Mm -hmm. Hero
2: of the
0: Outback Bowl. Yeah. I mean that was like that was awesome, and then I think like when they play, when they play in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, right, the one that was in Arizona, like they really just tossed a bunch of young guys out there last last year, Col- the uh, Coleman Bryson game, right? Yeah. Like I think they do a very good job of identifying what these bowl games should be used for. So I look forward to seeing a lot of young guys playing football.
2: But then I will also mention too, this a lot it gives the staff. Especially the, especially in this case, um, Greg Harbo and Joe Rossi. Just a game plan, an amazing game too. Cause like, obviously, what, like because they have more time. You're not trying to get it crammed in, in under a week, right? So, um,
0: all the extra practices
2: are huge, for sure. Like again, like you mentioned, young guys that develop, to see them play a lot, um, which is from what the predictions saying and what. And also, uh, words from Griffin can't wait to spend Christmas in Detroit. Um, for
1: those who aren't aware, genuinely stunned if we played anywhere but Detroit.
0: True. It's just Detroit's so funny to me because it's like not the city, just the bowl game. Um, I I think it's it's funny because it's like such a bad bowl game. Like, like I know when we were in band, it's like everybody was like please know like anything but Detroit. Like can I not be in band if we go to Detroit cuz I don't want to go. And it's so funny because that's an NFL stadium. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice NFL stadium and like Ford Field is nice. Yeah, it is so no- it is so sweet and I think everybody gets like so locked into like the oh it's going to suck being in Detroit and then you have like me, you know, I'm just like we get to play on an NFL field. That's cool. <laughs>
2: And we're it warm cool. indoors, not freezing our asses off at like Yankee Stadium
0: for the and pinstripe bowl. It's like minimal commitment from us.
1: Yeah, it's a very low-commitment bowl game for the yeah. band.
0: Yeah, little inside baseball for listeners.
1: Probably a lower-commitment bowl game for the team as well, actually. But, you know, uh, I, I, I don't, don't know, know if I have the insider baseball on that one as well. Maybe on,
0: like, events, but, like, you treat it just like any other game, right? Yeah. 1-0 yeah. in the insert group of five team here. Probably a math team. Sure.
2: But, yeah, um, to touch further, um, the Gophers do have two offers out right now, and I think we want to chat on it. I'll start on the first one because – I don't have much to say, or we, we we don't have much to say. But Thor Griffith, defensive tackle from Harvard, was offered. Uh, he it was announced on Twitter, and then lastly, Max Brosmer, um, quarterback for New Hampshire, um, who I think you mentioned it Wyatt. He is the FCS all like
1: passing. He leader? is the FCS's it's... passing leader for this past season. I believe. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think they're always going to kind of have to play in that
1: that realm. Yeah, they could be looking at, like, guys who performed well in group of five, but if I'm in the group of five, I'm not entirely sure how, and, like, I'm doing well in the group of five, I'm not entirely sure how enticed I am to come to a Minnesota team that's struggling to find an identity for their passing offense. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. I mean, you know, Cole has been
1: preparing as the backup all year. So I don't think. I don't know. I don't think it's going to look too different. Yeah. But I
0: think from the perspective of like transfer quarterback, one, Thor Griffith is the uh, second overall defensive line transfer according to the 24-7 sports transfer rankings. Yeah, six, no, I, six I overall don't transfer. That. That's pretty cool. So the Bosmer kid, like, I, I don't know. I think, um, Wyatt, to your point, I, I think that's kind of a tell of what they th- think about Ethan, too. Um, they're going after a guy who has a lot of passing yards and a lot, a of, lot of touchdowns. Attacks a lot of attempts and not a lot of interceptions, you know? So
1: you watched some of his tape. Is he mobile? He's mobile enough. Um, Do you play a little bit like Tanner? He's
0: more athletic than Tanner and he's bigger. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love what Tanner did for this program. I understand that Tanner is not a very athletic quarterback. No, 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 no. Is no. this guy also um, more
2: athletic than Mitch Lagner?
0: I mean, there's not really a lot of stuff out on the guy right now either, just because uh, it's a, There's not a lot of FCS tape floating around out there. But yeah, um, I don't know. Like, his mechanics look great. Like, I think I think he's kind of like. I don't think it's who they thought Ethan could be, but I think it's kind of what they wanted him to be this year. He looks confident in the offense. He looks comfortable. He makes his reads. His mechanics are good, and he is consistently accurate. And he doesn't really put the ball in harm's way. And I think we saw almost all of those things on the opposite side for Ethan. Yep. I think it'll be very telling... Uh, where
1: he ends up um, if he does leave you know i was gonna I think, say there's a very real possibility here that eight just doesn't get the offer he wants yeah and, and i that, said that's the to risk
0: come back and compete you take that's the risk you take I, don't, I i mean like jason said earlier though i think historically you know once you transfer you're kind of out so once you put your name in you're kind of out with with the, when it comes to pj's program so yeah uh, and he's not the only one that does that like let's not like I don't want people to be like, all right well, he's weird for that but it's like no a lot of a lot of teams do that. They have other things to worry about. they don't need to also coach you while you're actively trying to go somewhere else. like come on, what are we doing so um, ooh the the uh c f b playoff rankings just dropped oh for real, yeah, I think so Brett McMurphy.
2: All right. What's what's the news? What's the news
0: on that? Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Go Washington, though. Like, Florida State. Two Big Ten is teams in
1: the top four.
0: Two Big Ten teams. Florida State is indeed in the top four.
1: That's. Um...
0: Who would you have had over them?
1: Well, you know the way that they have played this season, I think it's fitting. I just, I don't think they're going to end up there in the final rankings, and and it's entirely because of Jordan Travis. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think this, which there's, I think this is kind of like a here's your chance thing. Yeah,
1: you know, it's, it, it's soul crushing what happened to Jordan Travis. Heart goes out to the kid.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think but. they're just kind of saying, this is your chance. Like, prove to us that you can be here. Mm-hmm. And then, yep. if if they don't, they'll fall out. But...
1: Well, if they don't, or if Alabama wins this coming weekend. Um...
0: Alabama jumping from 8 to 4 would, I think, be kind of wild.
1: It would be. A... But if they beat Georgia? Like, I mean, if they beat
0: Georgia, Maybe? I guess but i don't see that happening um because i don't because what michigan is two right
2: and they're playing because Iowa. then georgia
0: you just bring Bo- georgia down bama jumps from like eight to five i yep. would say in this theoretical at, and then
1: georgia drops to two
0: yeah michigan yeah. wins because they're cheaters or if washington wins because
2: they play washington plays oregon for their championship game this weekend right
0: yeah and i th- i think I think this is just setting up like if Washington does beat Oregon, they are in if Oregon beats Washington they are they might be in
1: they're probably or but they're in,
0: yeah, and then Florida State, who do they play this weekend?
1: It's gotta be Clemson, right, I guess, or is it is EFC? Clemson even on the list are the top twelve even? I don't see him. Maybe it's not Clemson. They're twenty-three. Who the, who the hell else is there?
0: I don't know. I don't want to think about this lame division anyway.
1: I'll I'll look it up. Because it's it's gonna drive me nuts.
2: <laughs> no, you, Wyatt, it will. So let us know when you find it. But it's interesting. Oh, it's
0: Louisville. It's Louisville. Jeff Brom. Purdue legend who couldn't beat
1: PJ is Louisville in the top 10.
0: They're 10 or they're 15. They're 13 a week ago.
1: Oh, they're, they're 15. Yeah. Yeah, Then. So if Florida state loses, they're out, which opens up a hole for, you know,
0: uh, a sneaky
1: Alabama team, or I guess if Michigan absolutely obliterates Iowa, Ohio state, something like that. Hey, we want chaos,
2: so Jeff Brown, do your thing.
1: Wait, what about Texas?
0: Is back? Question mark.
1: <laughs> is it... Texas is a one-loss team, are they not? I believe they are. They are. Oh, my God. They're going to get snuck in, aren't they? <laughs> that would be really funny.
0: That would be funny. <laughs> oh, you know what, Wyatt? That's totally what they're setting up for. They're setting up to sneak Texas into the playoffs. Because, because look, look here it is, right? Florida State upset by Jeff Brom. Boom. We all, we all, we've seen this one before, right? Big Ten Louisville people. Louisville
1: doesn't. Louisville doesn't have the gas to climb that high.
0: Jeff, Jeff Brom, and and playoff teams though, like you never
1: know. Yeah, but Louisville Louisville's not going to climb into the top four.
0: No, no, no but day. yeah, they don't climb that high. And but then... they could
1: Florida State without Jordan Travis.
0: Yes, and Michigan then Michigan beats everything. Else Iowa in plan. No, Georgia loses to, to Alabama
1: because oh. they can't
0: jump. They can't jump Texas. They can't jump Texas. Michigan moves up to one. Washington beats Oregon, so they st- they stay at five. Washington moves up to two.
1: Georgia hits at three.
0: Georgia hits at three. And then you put, uh, you you jump Texas, you just switch Texas, you just switch Texas and Florida State, and maybe move Bama up to seven, put Florida State to
1: eight. I you probably this. put you probably put Bama seven, Florida State eight. Sure, who cares? It doesn't matter. The point is they're tr- they're going to try to sneak Texas in under our noses.
0: If that happens, my God, chaos!
1: If We guys, we've predicted Texas already. Texas is officially back. So
0: we are rooting for Alabama and Louisville this weekend.
1: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I mean, I don't want Texas to be back. Let's be very clear about this. Also true. Although very happy. I mean, they'll get smoked. They'll get smoked by Georgia. They'll get
0: smoked by Georgia, and it'll all be really funny. Also true. Or no, in that scenario, wait, hold on, back it up. They get smoked by Michigan.
1: Yeah, or Michigan. they'll beat Michigan because Michigan's just terrible luck in the postseason.
0: Um, and then they'll get smoked I, by Georgia. I guarantee you Michigan's already been to the Texas game for sure. Connor Stallions has been there for yeah. sure. Um, this man. guy was on the sideline at a central Michigan game. You don't think he's got Texas tape?
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's got Texas tape. Um. Speaking of Texas and so going in that back scenario, to...
0: they play Michigan plays them.
1: Yeah. Right. Yep. But cool. speaking of Texas and going back to our transfer portal discussion, did you guys see that Quinn Ewers is coming back?
0: Wait, that's what? hilarious.
1: Quinn Ewers is going back to Texas. He's playing another year. Hmm. Which means...
0: Interesting. They, I mean, how much Manning, are they paying him to do that, do you think? Arch
1: Manning's going to be on the market. I don't do you think th- so.
0: I don't think PJ's
2: going to offer Arch Manning. There's, no, care. I don't It don't think doesn't he, matter. I'm
1: not even talking about that.
2: Oh, okay, okay,
1: okay. I, I'm just saying, Arch Man, there's no way Arch Manning stays at Texas if Quinn Ewers is going to come back another season. Because right?
2: Arch doesn't want to sit on the... You know, Arch's not going to want to sit on the bench for another year.
1: Like, I'm not talking PJ's going to pitch Arch... Maybe he no, does, we have, but I... we
0: don't have the NIL money for it. It's not even. Yeah, we thing.
1: just don't, we do not have what it takes to go get Arch Manning. Arch Manning is going to end up at like USC or something like.
2: that. Or hey, Washington, because Michael Pennick is in his last year. No, I don't think he goes to Washington over <laughs> USC. If Kayla Williams, say another year though.
0: No, I mean, he could, he could, but I don't why he is going to be picked first or second overall.
2: Very true. And get all that bank from he doesn't have to play in
0: the bowl game. He doesn't have to go to a combine. He can just not do anything.
1: Yeah, he can literally just walk into the like the number two pick. Yeah. No, yeah, there's.
0: I don't know. It's it's just. I mean, I just. I don't even really think about those. Uh. Like um.
2: Other programs, that's <laughs> not ours.
0: <laughs> no, I I don't think about like those options, right? Because it's they're just not realistic. Like it's there's just. Oh like, no, no, I'm way, not talking. That...
1: I would never suggest that Arch
0: Yeah, I just mean like I have no radar on it, right? Like yeah.
1: I have nothing. It on just, it. I have no I, I have no
0: thoughts because it's like I I don't know.
1: I just saw that Quinn Ewers was coming back, and I kind of – I, like, lost my mind a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, what did you go get Arch Manning for if it was just going to be the Quinn Ewers I can't wait to see what the NIL money is for it because I'm sure it'll come out. Yeah, I I do want to see the numbers because, like, he's got, like, potential to be a draft pick, correct? Oh, no, he would definitely get drafted. If he if he went to the draft,
0: like he'd be he'd be
1: in the discussion for first few rounds. It's just oh, first first,
0: yeah. first two at the very least.
1: Just just I mean he's I've seen just I've a seen, a seen him first round mock Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean like we're JJ McCarthy's a first round mock, is he not?
0: No. I don't think so.
1: I think he's I, there's
0: there's a lot of good air-weight. players in the NFL draft at at other positions, this year. Yeah. The quarterbacks is like Caleb Drake May, and then like from You're the gonna NFL have a perspective, about
1: guys like Bo Nix,
0: Jaden Daniels. Like those will be the guys. Those will be the guys that people might like trade up into the back end of the first round for. Yeah, but
1: maybe Michael Penix.
0: But there's like a lot of good receivers this year. There's a lot of good. Uh, Maybe defensive JJ's line. There's some defensive guys. line talent this year. There's two offensive tackles in the top 10. Right. So
2: we're seeing a the, very loaded yeah. 2024 draft class coming up then.
1: Maybe JJ's like a, if everything stays the same that it is right now, JJ McCarthy is like a 34th overall pick guy. Because right now, the number two pick belongs to New England. And that feels like a very Bill Belichick it feels very bill If he's not gone, I don't know if Robert Kraft will fire him.
0: I, I mean, I don't know. Just you know, I you just don't know. like
1: I have, I have a you know my conspiracy theory is that Bill Belichick has deep dark secrets on Robert Kraft, and therefore he'll never be fired. But
2: well, who knows? <laughs> But uh, we were actually out of time, gentlemen. Uh, so we we'll have to wrap it up for tonight. But uh, for those watching and listening to OPA Podcast Episode 76, thank you so much. Uh, we will return. Um, right now, no no gauge yet. Uh, like, we're not going to be keeping our weekly schedule. It's just going to be, for sure, one more episode to preview the bowl game coming up and then another to recap the bowl game and then... Uh, get further into what's going on with either more transfer portal stuff post game or going to the new season and stuff like that so for sure guarantee two more episodes so it's episode 77 and 78 and then we will go on a long hiatus through the rest of the winter and spring Uh, and return for sure for
0: i'm sure we'll get the itch at some point
2: yeah well like it's, it's like, like, like i hi- guess like a hiatus we're not gonna be ex- like gone forever but guaranteed we will be back by the next for the by start of next season if not may have a random episode here and there to bring some content to you but um to go from there uh i'm one of your hosts jason o along with soup we made it and Barely. and Wyatt. oh and we'll see you guys next time oh